way there. You either got less hair or more coming out everywhere. Getting more death, worrying about death. All the tires you got are spare. Unexplained coffin while choosing your coffin. Getting some laughs in and choking on taffy. Squeaking more than a dolphin. Rolling at the kids, surling undies with skids. Wondering if we fucked it up, can we still make the mic drop? Genexing, texting, vexing, exiting. But not yet, not yet. We're just halfway there. Halfway there. Hi, I'm Kim Gaynor. Hi, I'm Camilo Fantasia. Hi, I'm Jenny Tear. I hope my levels are okay. And this is Halfway There, a podcast about the new middle age. But this is a half C episode, and I always do this an intro wrong. La 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 la, Really, I want to know, did you miss us? Because we missed you. Your your and levels of unhingedness are okay. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm going to ignore that, that blatant attempt at misogyny uh calling me i did, not, I did not use the uh-huh, word yep, that, yep. i did not use the word that rhymes with listeria uh-huh unhinged unhinged is just a, a synonym for hysterical woman oh i thought you were talking about wisteria a beautiful botanical beautiful botanical that's that's what I, that's what i think of when i think of jen ew do you listener once again? I have to point out the dripping contempt, narcissism, <laughs> narcissism, misogyny. My God, what is it? B- Bash Jenny Hour. I'm a misophile. What's that? I don't know. I'm not a Jenny, but a file. I love miso. Oh. I love the missus. Ah, oh, nice. How how are you all? Feels like it's been ages, right? I haven't been myself really since I had my nose job, so you know. Oh, I wanted to know about that. How yeah. are you sleeping? Well, you know, I used to have a, like a big honker, and now I have my mom's little like dainty wasp nose. Did you actually get <laughs> a, a nose job? I, 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 the the listeners are all freaking out right now because I'm I'm known for my my handsome Roman nose. So no, yeah. no, all the work was done inside. I you believe it's called a schnoz. Yes, thank you. Uh, all the work was done inside. Um, you can still tell my voice is very nasally. They they uh, corrected my deviated septum and then did a hack job on everything else, which was just completely out of control. So, allegedly, you really think they did a hack job, like legit. No, no, I, I, what, what, that's maybe wrong choice of words. What I mean is they have to go in there and hack and slash to, to oh, sort of okay. recreate the original air passages, which had over time just kind of like a river carves its own way over millennia and changes course. AKA all that cocaine. <laughs> right. I was going to say, is this because of all the cocaine you did in the 80s? Yeah, we're just going to start calling you Stevie Nicks. Yes, this is it's well documented that in the 80s when I was in high school, I was doing so much cocaine. Well, I mean, you are Ian. That's true. <laughs> they, you know, what happens in European discos stays in the nose. <laughs> you know that we did go we did go to junior discos when I was in high school. So much fun. Do you know though better? I right right now I can barely breathe through my nose at all. It takes it's gonna take probably a week or two more 
to okay. really notice the difference. But especially right after the surgery, it's disgusting what's going on in there. Yeah, we're not talking about that. And I start don't talking really about actually hear about this. Won't be half C. This will be a two minute C. But this is all I want to talk about. I don't care. I no, no fluids. No, thank you. Not coming from the nose. Not coming from the the bottom half. No, no, don't. You're need not to. handling aging very well because that's all it's going to be. I'm handling no. it fine. I just don't need to tell anybody else about it, and I don't need to hear about anybody else's fluids. I want to be Girl. raw and real with our listeners. I want them to know. No, I don't think they want you to be. That's okay. That's rough. That's a rough one. Um, well, I'm excited for your clear passageways to f finally emerge like fog from the mountain. Kim, how was your Perfect, Mev. I could have phrased it better. Thank you. <laughs> your passageways to appear like fog from the mountain. Jennifer Tear, 2022. I'm going to... I'm going to... on away from Camilo's passageways and fluids. More <laughs> Kim, how are you? You look like you had a really fun weekend. Oh, yeah. I went to um, the Mount Gay Rum Distillery in Bridgetown, Barbados, the oldest continuously running rum distillery in the world since 1703. Wow. What was the rum like? And you're like, oh, yeah, this place does it. It smells like 300 years old. <laughs> like, whoa, that's what that smelled like. Um, but yeah, it was really cool. They... There was a cocktail class and rum tasting, and then we listened to soca and we danced. It was really fun. You know, if it's got the word gay in it, what do you expect? Yes, the gays love pointing that out. <laughs> Wait, you mean I'm a cliche? How dare you? Well, our other gay friend, our other mutual gay friend, not that there's one, there's many, <laughs> had pointed this out as well. Yes, Mount Gay. I'm sure they're going to soon be a new sponsor of ours or the first sponsor of ours. Wow. Jim, Jim and I, uh, Jen, I think you're muted. Jim and yeah. I still haven't done any distillery tours here in Kansas City. And there's like some historic ones that are very, very cool. Historic distilling. Uh, here it's mostly um, vodka, gin. Um, some, it's not, it's not so much bourbon and whiskey country, but that as well, because these, are, this is a place in the country where, uh, during prohibition, there was a lot of bootleg liquor being made and mm -hmm. because of boss Pendergast, it was actually kind of sanctioned by the very corrupt mayor and city government. So there was very, uh, elaborate, not just bathtub stuff. There was very elaborate operations going on defying prohibition, so a lot of those, a lot of those uh, distilleries are really back in vogue right now. So you can do tours and tastings and stuff. We haven't done it yet. I'm excited to do it sometime. You should. That sounds interesting. Yeah, yeah it's very fun. Because they also they come with the history of how they, you know, how they kept it all under wraps, running such massive operations. You know, fun stuff. Fun nice. Stuff. I bet prohibition liquor tasted really good. <laughs> Yeah, it probably tasted really bad, but it felt really good. That's it. true. I feel like something forbidden gives it a, a, an extra like amount of pizzazz. Maybe not. Yeah. I don't know. Have we talked about the Iran uh, underground sort of liquor, home homemade liquor culture? No. 
is is this a is this a local tip from Mariano? Yeah, it is. And and um apparently it's basically everybody knows it's I mean, even the the Ayatollah's goons know it's happening and they can't do anything about it. As, but as long as people keep it in their houses. Probably the main uh, consumers. Are you kidding me? That's how it always works with these types of governments. They're the mm -hmm. ones doing shit that they don't want anybody to, to do all day long because it's just reserved for the people in power. Give me your vodka. Give me your vodka. And it's Amen. like stashing it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so Mark? yeah, it's a well-known, it's a well-known thing. And, um, you know, I don't want to name any names because there could be you already named the Ayatollah. <laughs> <laughs> and you're going to get a fatwa issued against you. And I am here for it. So awesome. <laughs> I am, I am here for it. Oh Wait. my God. Talk about a boost in listenership. I know. <sighs> Let's be as tempting, tempting. <laughs> What's next? Am I doing a drawing of, of Allah and publishing no. it on our Instagram? Is that what's happening? Yeah, yeah, that's a good way to do it. Yeah, I believe that Simon Rushdie, yeah, that was the whole the satanic versus. Yeah, he he smeared that the image of um what Muhammad. That was the whole thing, right? Yeah. Um, did you do you know if he did he go to like parties at these people's houses and have alcohol? He, he may allegedly have gone yeah. to events at people's homes in a certain um, Middle East. It's, is it Middle East or do we call it yeah. Central Asia? Do we consider that? No, I think it's considered Middle okay. East, right? That's maybe a certain Middle Eastern country where some acquaintances who I am not aware of them and I don't think he remembers any of them either may have had that kind of uh liquor available and also dancing which is not permitted you you're so funny are you you you're literally trying to prevent him from being pursued by the Iranian government he's no longer there right so he's he no longer there but I feel like the Iranian government is so perverse they could be like okay well we know this guy worked here we monitored who he hung out with Oh, yeah. so you're afraid, you're, you're afraid about yourself. Oh, oh no, you no. Okay, you know, I never care about my peril or my circumstances. All I think about is other people and how they might, how what might, by, by our callous words, we might jeopardize their safety. You're so thoughtful, Camilo. Mm -hmm. um, I do think that Iranian government right now has a lot on its hands. Yeah, um, yeah. Like, own, like in what domestic <laughs> rebellion? My God, how brave are those women? Like incredible, right? Uh, just women and who are backing them up. Um, and yeah. Well, do do we take a moment that that Camilo hates to like give a brief background on like what we're referencing? No, go ahead. I mean, it's it's horrifying. They're Gen they're, they're genociding the youth of their country. It's just yeah. really bad. I, I heard that is not in fact true, but there have been deaths and the government has cracked down on people speaking out. And yeah, uh, yeah the youth, especially women are rising up uh, against all of the restrictions on, on their personal freedoms, particularly how they dress. And yeah, the Iranian government does not like it. So People are dying, and there are some really brave, very young 
unbelievable have died from speaking out you know and protesting and taking off their hijabs right and it all started because that one it was a young woman they have the morality police i guess they uh put her in jail and she ended up dying and the family believes that they killed her i mean basically killed her and that sparked this huge domestic rebellion but it looks like it's uh like the state is gonna just crack down on 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 it in a extremely violent way oh god it's so terrible it is it is like it is kind of mind-boggling when you see that level of bravery but then you do think like for some people they might think you know living is not worth it if it's if you feel like you're basically living in a prison yeah yeah and that's what mariano mentioned to me he said the spirit of the people he met it was extraordinary yeah friendliness the kindness but also he was really struck by their hopelessness they just felt like they were trapped yeah and and the crazy thing about it is that you know these young people have parents who remember pre the iranian revolution of 1979 where you know women had if they wanted their hair out and were wearing mini skirts and were, you know, they were able to be in contact with the outside world and, you know, and be intellectuals and not have fear of this. Um, I think, Kim, you're forgetting how old we are because I think actually... It's maybe their parents' parents. Yeah, it would be their grandparents at this point. No, but no, their parents might have been young children, honestly. yeah. Yeah. Well, speaking of how old we are, that is a perfect segue to our brief segment this week about this. This uh, I found this a uh, charming article on the Guardian website. Oh, the Guardian, uh, the Guardian, the bulwark for democracy. That's in the right. UK. UK. Cindy Crawford has a midlife coach. I'd love someone to help me with middle-aged feet and wild swimming. Okay. Okay. We just take a moment. The person who wrote this was completely on drugs. I read it and then I read it again. And I was like, is this person having a seizure? Are they on drugs? What is wild swimming? And they never talk about the feet again. Like never. what is going on? What is going on? It seems like an editor heavily edited back like the details we need very strange though am i the only one that was asking those questions i mean some of it's funny uh i felt middle-aged feet feet very deeply though because i feel like i have middle-aged feet okay so basically cindy crawford a woman seemingly with every everything i suppose she she recently uh, admitted that she's hired a coach to help her negotiate midlife. Um, Can I also say it's very encouraging that she, it is. that she at 56 is still in midlife? Yeah, that's exciting. Oh my God, I'm so young. Yeah. You, Cindy. Is, so we have a minimum of six more years of midlife to coast on before we're... Yeah, more for the rest of us who are younger than you. Yeah, that's yeah, true. Yeah, like a couple I mean, weeks more for you, yeah. yeah. 
you never forget you you have a couple of years on us yeah i will be a halloween decoration like four <laughs> weeks before two the both of you oh do i spot a walker in the corner <laughs> okay Crawford says she had an epiphany at Burning Man Festival, or <laughs> as I'd call it, given that it's happening with sand, 40 Celsius heat, camping, and radical self-expression, four of my least favorite things. Uh, the unprecedented freedom apparently prompted a realization that in her normal life, her name was not sufficiently her own. It's me questioning at this point in my life, do I still want to be all of the things that I unconsciously signed up for? She said, I thought the only thing I had in common with Crawford was molds. <laughs> I mean, this is funny, but no, she too is grappling with the traditional midlife question. What the hell is all this for? It's reassuring to realize you can be legendarily beautiful, worth a, uh, approximately a quarter sunak. Okay, this is what this is what you need to explain to me. I I I guess it's I don't know. Like we don't have billionaires it, anymore. We have sunaks. I guess so. Wonderful. Well, it the, the article explains that a sunak is the new high net worth individual unit of measurement. Jesus kill me maybe maybe i maybe i'm with this lady here's my and new dating profile i'm worth and then <laughs> a sunak and then like divided by i don't know a quark well <laughs> apparently being a sunak does not stop you from getting existential dread because here's what the writer goes on to say you can still look around and say to yourself i'll be dead soon why am i still feeling inappropriate i presume crawford's response is doing this stupid interview <laughs> um, okay so then it goes on to talk about how even the wealthy and you know seemingly glamorous and lucky also navigate existential dread but i was curious about the whole kind of idea of a midlife coach like what do you guys think of that i i've been interested in knowing i unfortunately this article it's a it's a good I mean, it's an interesting topic, but I it didn't say what the oh, coaching what the coach does. No, no, it's okay. about it's about the writer herself and her own. Yeah. Writers, which, by the way, you're going to make her really anxious if you don't actually name her. Okay. So, um, See, I thought I did. Drive her it's into a spiral. Emma but, Beddington. Okay. Emma Beddington, a witch. <laughs> a, a more a, a, a more crisp wit I never did did read. <laughs> <laughs> it is a very British um, name. Yeah, yeah Eddington of the Guardian. She's an op-ed columnist there. Lest you think we, you know, give platform to hacks here. Okay, she's a. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Well, she doesn't really talk about. Yeah, it's really about the writer. I mean, it's her witty bone mows and making fun of Cindy Crawford and blah, blah, blah. But I found the idea of a midlife coach for people kind of navigating their own uh, experience of mortality kind of interesting. Um, You know, oh, I wonder, I, I, I had some thoughts about that. And like the first one was, why, why does everyone not need this? Um <laughs> But mortality is is a possibility for anyone at any age, and a, a, a maybe a mistake that a lot of people make is not taking that into consideration. And maybe by the time you're middle aged, 
you should have been done wrestled with this. You know what I'm talking about? You know what I'm saying? And you, you mean like you you mean like making peace with the fact that one day you're going to be atoms in the air if you're, you know, like, do you mean making peace with mortality or getting older? Yeah, well, getting older, that makes more sense to me. But deciding that when you're in middle age, you need to make peace with mortality seems a little it's like you should have been thinking about this. And I mean, I think we all have enough examples in our own lives and people around us of of people not dying when they're supposed to, unfortunately. Um, so while unfortunately, what do you mean? Unfortunately, oh, 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 un, what do you un, think I meant? I thought that it was unfortunate that they haven't died. That's how I parsed no, that. That's not what I said at all. <laughs> no, uh, I'm sorry, interpretation, Camilo. Stop putting your they haven't died out. yet, unfortunately. That's not how I phrased it. Uh, no, what I was saying is that unfortunately, we know many people who died, quote unquote, prematurely. Yes. So yes, do you think everybody has a moment in their life where they think, oh God, what is this all worth? I just read something about how in Canada they're starting an assisted, you can petition to do assisted suicide if like, which they already have in Belgium, if you're like very depressed or you, sure. for reasons other than chronic terminal illness. Yeah. And I found that very disturbing i'll be honest really i, I did yeah i, I do mm -hmm. i find it very i find it very humane and sort of uh, i read this new yorker article about how it plays out in belgium and there's something extremely ghoulish about it um and i think we, I think we touched upon it before we did we did but, but i guess they're just starting to launch it in canada and one of the guys who's petitioning to be one of the first people um to to I guess participate in this assisted suicide program. Part of his reasoning is that he cannot make ends meet. He's about to face homelessness. He um, doesn't have the means to survive. And I find that uniquely dystopian. That like a country is That's uh, comfortable with its citizenry saying like I cannot economically do this, and it's causing me such despair that I would rather be dead. Yeah, I yeah. I'm, I'm I was operating that under the assumption that, that people are less 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 a uh, taxpayer burden yeah, social welfare. Um, it, it according to Wikipedia um article entitled "Assisted Suicide," physician assisted suicide is legal in some countries under certain circumstances. So it doesn't break them all down here, but it's a lot of places: Austria, Belgium, Canada, Germany, Luxembourg the Netherlands, New Zealand, Spain, Switzerland, and you might not have known some parts of the United States and us and Australia. Can we yeah, talk like about Cindy Crawford's roles? Okay, we can talk about those. Sorry. But like, <laughs> it's interesting. They're all very secular, very Western. Um, they have older popu sclerotic populations. Huh? Not the United States. Um, well, very Western, increasingly secular. Um, it's, I don't know. Exactly. I think I, it's a I think it's a really good option for people who truly are um, really relying on modern medicine to keep them alive. Yeah, these other psychological reasons maybe are not the best criteria. But in the U.S., we do have the tendency to keep people alive for unreasonably long periods of time. Yeah. 
to the financial devastation of families and and um, beyond. But anyway, um, I want to go back. Crawford's moles. Sorry. I, go, <laughs> I actually don't want to go back to the moles necessarily because we we all know that that was sort of her distinguishing kind of characteristic that made her give her that extra oomph standout. Mm-hmm. Oomph. I think but, the like long legs and just you know. Yeah. No, no, I think it was just the mole. The mole did all the work. Um, but but the idea that the I feel like when you're a celebrity right now, everything is fucking outsourced. Like these people have lived their entire lives outsourced to the point where they can't sort of even have any kind of introspection on their own necessarily. So when I read, oh, of course, there's a midlife. There's going to be a coach for everything because I've had a coach for my entire life, nutrition, fitness, you name it, how to catwalk, I don't know. Yeah, so, these people are managed to the nth degree. I yeah, mean, they're, they're managed. They have a personal assistant that walks three steps behind them at every phase of their life. So, of course, you would go out and, and get this and not, not, I'm too busy to actually think about, you know, my midlife issues. My existence. So... Let me pay somebody to worry about it for me, you know, in a sense, and tell me what the solution is. Yeah. Which apparently is what wild, what was it? Wild baths? What? Wild night swimming. I don't know. I can't remember <laughs> that section of it. But night swimming is really fun. And Kim went night swimming re- recently, and yeah. I sent her that REM Good. song, Swimming. Yeah, I used to um, love that song. And night swimming is really a, a fun sensation and moment and highly recommend if you are not drunk or under the influence of something or or physicians as assisted suiciding to go <laughs> night swimming. i just came from the pool actually i went swimming and it looked like a scene from cocoon <laughs> like Kane and i were the youngest people in the pool i it's i i highly recommend going to places where you are like at least 30 years younger than everybody else because then you feel like an absolute spring chicken. Places include the American theater, um, uh, the public pools, and where else? Your, your Elk Lodge gathering and your city. Elk Lodge. Yeah. Your local cemetery. We talked about that one. That's always a fail safe. <laughs> and at last resort, a funeral parlor. Yeah. Excellent suggestions for this weekend. <laughs> yes, exactly. Listeners, um, what's the most? What's another suggestion of a place that you've been to? Oh, Jim was at an IHOP recently. I think IHOP is a good place to feel like a spring chicken. Really, I feel like the kids like IHOP too. IHOP. Yeah, but only at like three in the morning. You got to go at like four in the afternoon or something. I guess yeah. any, probably any restaurant at four in the afternoon. Mm. You will Modern- feel- oh yes oh my god the golden corral <laughs> this is the absolute Taj Mahal of what I'm talking about <laughs> yeah. uh, my parents used to go to the early bird special occasionally oh wow it was so depressing you guys it was like a casino but with like a an all-you-can-eat buffet and no slot machines okay on that like absolutely beautiful image uh, <laughs> I have to leave Reveries of chocolate fountains. What's that? I said, love them and leave them, Jen. That's me. 
you know, I feel like I'm ageist, you guys, and I need to confront this about myself because <laughs> whenever I talk about the elderly, it's with dripping contempt and I should probably look at that. So that that will be something me and my midlife coach. Coach, yeah. Yes, uh, yeah, with all my disposable income, we can um, <laughs> we can work on together. Yeah. Well, did you know that there's probably somebody on betterhelp.com Oh, yes. BetterHelp. Oh, thank you for when reminding me. Our sponsor, can they pay us retroactively for all of the product placement that we've already done, please? <laughs> 100%. And you know what? If they won't, then maybe Talkspace.com will. Talkspace.com. Yeah. Which you can Space always talk. mail your check by stamps.com. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Um, all right. I love you guys. I'm gonna I'm gonna rock and roll. Mwah, mwah. Mwah, mwah. I'll, I'll trust Goodbye. you to close it out. We'll bring it on home. So are we are we uh, are we so rusty that uh that we can't remember our outro credits and information? What do you think? I think we can recall that information with a little bit of help okay. from each other. With a little help with my friends. That's right. What, what that is. Okay, so I know that our podcast is called Halfway There, the podcast. So I believe our handles on social media are at Halfway There, the podcast. That's correct, sir. Excellent. So that's one down. And what do we want to hear yep. about this week? Um. Well, how are people doing their midlife how are they getting through it how are they negotiating the big existential questions were they always considering them or did they boom hit midlife and suddenly say oh my god i'm gonna die i gotta figure everything out there's got to be a professional for that i'm just curious i guess we didn't um, really talk about it i feel like i've always been handling it or thinking I, I about it, it too, but I, that's what i was trying to express like i've always been grappling with it and then you just hope by the time your numbers up that you've come to some kind of peace but you know no guarantees right no guarantees donate to our patreon we need yes. your you know what now that you're going to about to bail out of crypto because everybody has to you're going Please to have bail crypto you're going to have some extra cash lying around just give us a few coins that's all we ask for not bitcoin not bitcoins <laughs> exactly uh, although let you know what, Kim? Let's take the bitcoins. We'll just sell them on our end. Let's just let's take them. Let's not oh. turn away the bitcoins. I feel like Bitcoin is still slightly stable. So, um, but any coins you have that you can send our way to our Patreon at Halfway There the Podcast, we're always uh, seeking to improve our audio quality with new equipment, and we have merch for you, special special extras. What else? Yeah. Um, also, send us an email if you are so inclined and just let us know you're there. And just, you know, chat, shoot the shit. I'm checking it. Like, I'm hitting refresh like 30 to 4,500 times a day. So healthy. So, That's really healthy. Yeah. Well, it's not, you know, just here and there. Mm -hmm. um, so you can reach us at halfway there, the podcast at gmail.com. Amazing delivery. Thank you. Beautiful. All Anything right. Well, else? We're, we're, we're sorry to have kept you thirsty for a couple of weeks. Yeah. Um, we're back. But we're back full force and uh, great things on the horizon. That's great right. Things. We are super motivated by the 
I don't know, the the pathetic red wave that just happened in the United <laughs> States. The red pinkle. The, which is not a the most appetizing image to me, but it's, okay. it's like something that you go and see like the 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 STI clinic for. Yeah, it sounds like something that was happening in my nose. And on that note. (laughs) (laughs) We're catching up. Everybody, keep it perky. Keep it perky. Bye. This was a half-baked there. A half-seas episode of Halfway There. Use it to scare off a bear. Or don't. Like, we don't care.